Now that I'm on the wagon, you can expect both this class and my penis to be more focused and rewarding. Also, there's going to be more than one diorama. Oh, Good morning, morning Greendale. Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community, Season 2, Episode 12, Asian Population Studies. We have started the episode, and, that, and everybody knows what time it is. It's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits. Just hopping right into that this week. Got to hop right into it, you okay. know. I don't really. There's no. We got to get into this episode. There's a lot going on, so let's just get through the episode. Um, but I do want to get a good shuffle. Oh, baby! I don't know if that came across <laughs> or if I just sound like a a, a, a just just a deranged person. Uh, here's it the can top be two thing. things. It can it can be two things. Here is the prompt. What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? Uh, what is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? I mean, how uh, G-rated do I have to be with this? You know what the rating is for Good Morning Greendale, <laughs> my friend. Just don't make it, it explicit, and I think we'll be fine. Uh, it was a sex toy that they just had lying around uh, just out and about. Well, so, is that weird or is just weird that it was just like in a position where you could be like, look look upon my sex toy in despair. <laughs> it was weird that it was out because it was a like big party where like, and this is back in college, it was a big, oh, big party. Oh, well, it's college. Like, yeah, but like, well, okay. What, you I didn't feel like display your sex toys in college. Uh, no, I did not. Um, well, I, I don't do know feel what your like, college experience is like, my friend. <laughs> I do feel like I would be less weirded out about it now, but at the time in college, I was like, oh, what? Hmm, what? But um, but I get that would probably be it. Um, I also appreciate. I, I hung out with a lot of art students in college. So, like, we just had weird stuff all the time. So, like, sure. you know, I've got a mannequin hand. Right. I just, I had, I had it out, like, in my living room for years. So, and, and that is the answer to this question for other people, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, someone, someone out there is pulling out their what the heck deck and they're like, oh, this guy, he had a freaking mannequin hand. He probably used it for weird sexual things. <laughs> I mean, you would just assume. What else sure, could someone no, else be doing with a mannequin What else would you use for a mannequin am other than, you know, holding jewelry or being a jeweler? I don't know. Ben, are you a jeweler? I You could be. You're I an did artist. Take a, I did take a jewelry class in, in See, college. Exactly. Uh, I understand I've, exactly I've why you have. I've smelted metal. I've welded and, and, and like, buffed silver and, and cut bronze and brass and all that cool stuff it was pretty See, cool it's not weird to have a mannequin hand if you need to display the the, the jewelry that you made for class it um, is however weird to have a 69th street uh sign <laughs> which i do want to bring up from last week because i did listen to the episode today 
It's true. And there was that but in my... It, it does uh-huh. not fit the question because it is in someone else's home, and that was in your dorm room, if I remember correctly. It was, yes. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's house? You know, there's... <laughs> I don't I don't think I know. Like, people have a whole lot of weird stuff. Um, like This is accurate. I find... <laughs> I find, uh, I, I know this is kind of weird, but I find uh, decorative cutting boards odd. Uh, so I know that a lot of people have decorative cutting boards that they hang up and they don't use. I'm like, but it's a cutting board. It should be functional. So what you're telling me is I've having never a, seen sex a sex toy sex out. Toy. No, having a sex toy out in the middle of a party because you gave me crap for saying that was a weird thing. And here you no, are. I gave you, like, no, I gave you. No, I don't believe I gave you crap for that. I gave you crap for the mannequin hand not being a weird thing. No, if I remember correctly, I, I we said, might have to roll back the tape on this one. Uh, it was a sex toy that they just had lying around, uh, just out and about. Well, so, is that weird, or is just weird that it was just like in a position where you could be like? Look Look upon my sex toy in despair. I said I was at a party and there was a sex toy and I thought it was weird. And you were like, it was college. What's so weird? But like you were, you were decidedly so, like, this is not a weird thing. Okay. Fair enough. I and will, then, I will accept. And then I will, I will accept like, my hey, official rebuke. Hey, you've ever seen any of those? freaking decorative cutting boards what's the deal with decorative cutting boards they're not functional i just want to point on them first off thank you for turning it into a seinfeld bit i I do appreciate that second this is a failure of me yes ending and you know that (laughs) this is a failure of me yes ending your yes and is all it is i don't know i can't think of weird stuff i mean i i don't know my dad has (laughs) a set of stairs that seems weird What's the deal stairs? with stairs? Boom, 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 boom. Stairs boom, inside boom, your house? Boom, 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 That's boom, not boom. where they're supposed to go. <laughs> I, I, I've been to places, people, people had birds. Birds are a weird thing to have inside because they're supposed to fly out in, in the outside with their wings and go, Ka-ka-ka-ka. I will say this was a much better discussion than the peanut butter one so i mean i will say (laughs) that this deck is up and down at best uh you should leave this deck out in the middle of your living room when you can have people over again and then so that way they'll be like oh what is this and then you you need to stack the deck so this card is on top so you're like well i pulled out these questions and i have my own theme music and everything and then you start the theme music, and then you pull this off that top card, and it's d- like, what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in someone else's house? And then just stare at the deck, still sitting there on the table, as this music plays. <laughs> I will say that, I first off, for the podcast, I am... I, I have given you the power of handling the music, so you can just turn it on whatever you want. And that is that is something that I have I have uh, of given over to you, which is uh, scary. I'll say that. Um, second, <laughs> I, I I like how this posits that I'm not throwing away these these cards as soon as I'm done with them, which is about now in the podcast. 
Uh, you can give them to me and I'll put them in the mannequin hand I still have that's down in the storage unit. Well, sometimes you have to have it in the storage <laughs> unit ready for your next jewelry jewelry project. Uh, project. That's a good word in that sentence. That is not at all why I, ha- why I have a mannequin hand, by the way. I have a mannequin hand because way back in the day, Nintendo DS came out and they had their whole touching is good campaign and there was a whole contest to have a like you make a, a photo or a video about the the idea that touching is good which in hindsight i can't believe was ever a thing nintendo tried yeah that but does not as seem part great. of the contest they would send you for free a mannequin hand and then you never even had to technically enter the contest they just gave you a mannequin hand but i did and i didn't win anything and it's fine but that's why i've had a mannequin hand since 2004 and it has moved across the country with me and it has been in many apartments and it has nothing to do with the jewelry class i took in college i do i'm i'm fascinated by that um i do however think that i know why nintendo ran that um or at least the i'll get we'll give you a mannequin hand they ran that because they had too many mannequin hands after they made the power glove <laughs> I love the glove. It's so bad. So you gotta uh, love the glove. Let's talk about community season two, episode twelve, Asian population studies. It starts in the study room. Everyone is back from winter break. It's the new year, like it is when this podcast comes out. Hey, there we go. Uh, Look at that. Tying it back. Look at in. that. We're back in. Uh, so uh, they all kind of recap what <laughs> they did over pa- there. I like how we just wanted to pause and appreciate the fact that we're on track. Uh huh. They all recount the stuff that they did over Christmas break. Uh, the only one that I wrote down was that Troy spent his Christmas break looking for magic portals and wardrobes in Pierce's house, which A, is not his tradition of spending two weeks playing murderous video games. And sure. B, if I may, found... on point A. <laughs> okay. If I may, on point A, I do believe at some point you're like, yeah, fake killing people in a uh, video game is fun, but I, I kind of want to go to a magical world where I can fake murder people, but for real. When and okay, be like, that got dark. <laughs> but B, like, but like in a Tolkien kind of way. All he found was. Uh, something called Emmanuel in Space on Laserdisc. It sounded sexy. Mm. Laserdisc. I did look <laughs> up uh, Emmanuel, which is a erotic character from France. Oh, I didn't. I did not need to look that up because one day, way back when, oh, I'm I was sorry. Uh, you, you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I one of us had experience knowledge. with Emmanuel in space. Please, yes. Please, please, let's go. Uh. Take so, me on a journey. <laughs> uh, so one day, way back when, I was, you know, scrolling through, uh, scrolling, channel surfing. We didn't scroll anything back then. I don't know, you know what I'm talking about. You were about. scrolling through your Hulus and your Netflixes. Scrolling your through channels, um, you know, trying to, uh, trying to find something to watch. And I think we had, um, like, every now and then you'd get, like the the like hbo and cinemax and whatever would be you know free for a a bit so it was unscrambled usually it was scrambled and you had to try to like try to look at scrambled naked people and it was always Mm -hmm. uh pretty tough 
Um, Difficult. You know what? I just realized uh, pretty much our generation is the last that will ever have to do that. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not a thing anymore. Uh, I've gone on record saying that the problem with the next generation is that they don't know the true meaning of the phrase, your mom threw away your best porno mag. The Beastie Boys yeah, knew what was up. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's a tragedy I was, if that happens. I was scrolling through, scrolling. I was channel, Boy, I can't, you know I can't stop saying scroll. <laughs> it's true. I, also, this is a very erotic episode of Good Morning Greendale. I was channel surfing through <laughs> all the channels. The, the correct verb. We we must have had like the you know free free week of Cinemax or whatever, sure. Because I was scrolling through and that was on, and I only caught like the very first bit and then the theme song to it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Because it was so weird and like, you know, kind of sexy for like you know, a, I was probably in my early teens at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and ready you know, for scrolling, a, I was, one. Ready for one would say an awakening. Uh yes. So I I was like, <laughs> you know, it was, it was weird and sexy in that like I don't really know what's going on. But then there was the theme song, and then I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. And like the the whole intro sequence was weird. I should see if I can find the intro sequence to that. Are you gonna share it with it would, our listeners? It would it would probably be okay. I'm gonna maybe oh, regret boy. this. Um, Yo, maybe. Okay, so here's. Nope, this is not the this is not the right oh. one. That's not I in mean, space. Yeah, you gotta get the in space. Although I will I need, say that I did need sound in nice. space because that's the one that I saw. Um, right, you saw in space, which is a USA uh, uh, version of Emmanuel. Wait, now kay. can I just ask you a question? Are you using this time to look at Emmanuel, uh, the in? Uh, maybe not in space, maybe on Earth, but most definitely not wearing clothes. Oh, I have safe search moderate on. Okay. Yo, gotta you gotta turn it. that you gotta turn that one off to get to the Emmanuel in space videos. Yeah, I'm still not seeing it. It's fine. Anyways, the whole opening bit You'll, or maybe it was don't the closing worry, everybody. Bit. He'll listen he'll find it and he'll post it to the Twitter. Emmanuel Queen of the Galaxy. Emmanuel, come lay here with me, Emmanuel, your pleasure I will be. Emmanuel, from the stars you The whole opening bit, or maybe it was the closing bit, uh, was really weird, and I had no idea what was going on, and it was vaguely sexy and also vaguely uh-huh. really weird science fiction crap, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But I had no idea what it was, and all I knew it was something about Emmanuel. I mean, I got kind of confused just reading the Wikipedia article, um, so <laughs> if you have you know, firsthand knowledge of Emmanuel, which is the way I want to say that, um, without a doubt. Um, and you don't have much of a clue about it, then I don't think I have much help. Uh, anyways, so Boy, I spent we, way we too long talking into... about that. <laughs> we We've been recording it... for 28 minutes. We have made it four seconds into this episode of television. 
So uh, what Annie did on her Christmas break is that she spent the time dredging a river to clean it up. You know, Mm -hmm. fishing out like condoms and needles. And one time they found a finger. Uh, Troy realizes she's using her I love butterflies voice. And it's because Annie met a boy. Uh, Britta even says, somebody's finding river fingers with a cute boy. Which is such a great line. Grandma, how did you and Grandpa meet? Well, we were dredging a river and we found a finger. And we knew right then and there it was meant to be. It was meant to be and it was made to last. Uh, Now use this finger to, to stir the chili, dang it. I don't know why I threw weird. a weird. Th- I threw a Wendy's reference into it. They are all immediately like, "Okay, we need to figure out who this mystery boy is," and they start just naming off a bunch of people at school, uh, mostly they not by know, name. Yeah, they because don't know they don't appear to know a lot of names. Annie doesn't want to talk about it. Shirley is absolutely happy to talk about uh, someone in. Uh, she has somebody in her life that she'd like to talk about and this time it's not jesus it's her ex-boyfriend her ex-husband her ex-husband yes um, her ex ex-husband current boyfriend yes and that is, that is the descriptor which is kind of confusing for me for some reason somebody's like okay well you know what let's just let's just change the subject and then at that point chang has been sitting up on top of a bookshelf the whole time basically waiting for someone to say the word change uh, because he's mm. like, uh, uh, he's like, how about we Chang the subject? And he everyone wants to be screams. in the study group. Well, yeah. I First would've... off, everyone screams. It's like a jump scare he did. And then, uh, yeah, he wants to be in the study group. He says he was promised. And he he accuses Jeff of stalling. And he wants to be in this ding dang study group. Frankly, who can blame him? It's fair. He's he demands an immediate answer on whether or not he's joining the group. And Jeff's like, ah, if it's immediate, I'm gonna have to say no. And Chang's like, just sleep on it. Let me know, or else. Someone calls Jeff on it, and they're like, but you know, I mean, you, you can't keep jerking him around. You said he could be in the group. That was before he started using his name as a pun. It makes me so changry. <gasps> oh God, it's happening to me. <laughs> I like how it's like a uh. uh an infectious disease of Chang. Uh-huh. Which, you have to say a Chang pun in the next seven days around someone or you die. That's a ring style uh, curse. And I'm okay with it. The Chang. Um, I mean, that's not even really a pun. <laughs> that's just replacing a word with another word. Jeff's like, can we just go back to studying? And Abed's like, there's nothing to study. We haven't had our first class yet. And, and Jeff is then faced with the other alternative about talking about Shirley's love life. So he joins in on guessing who it is, uh, uh, who Annie is crushing on. And then they are like, we should really learn people's names. Right. Well, because they, uh, he guesses, is it Fat Neil? Uh, and then someone says Blue Streak. And then someone else says Optimus Prime. I think Pierce says Optimus Prime. And Annie's like, okay, even I know some of these are transformers <laughs> which is a funny line we get the credits and then we go to anthropology and duncan is late britta is on shirley's case about her ex-husband because she is like don't go back to him like 
you know, you, you don't you don't ever want to go back to an ex. Like, yeah. just just don't. Like, uh, how, how would you want to even after all everything that he did to her? And Shirley's like, he apologized. And Brett is, you know, super sarcastic about that. And Shirley's like, well, forgive me for being forgiving. Meanwhile, Troy is really relieved. And he says out loud as much. He's really relieved that Shirley is seeing her ex and not dating Chang. Mm-hmm. And Pierce, Pierce is like, well, wait, overhear that. Why, why would she be with Chang? Chang, why would she be with Chang? Why do I have to say everything I'm thinking? I wish my mouth was further away from my brain. I wish my brain had its own brain. I wish Chang hadn't had sex with Shirley. What? Pierce immediately is like, what? What? How? Where? Why? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't like, you? Yes. I would. If you were in class... And then our mutual friend, uh, uh, <laughs> my brain blanked and I was like, Borgnine, Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine, our car, our mutual we're, friend. We're, we're in class <laughs> and you're sitting next to Ernest Borgnine and he's like, oh man, uh, I wish Ben hadn't slept with. Daphne from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Fraser Daphne. I was, and then I decided to switch it up. <laughs> well, um, yes, you're like, I am being, t- I, I am going back to the well too many times. Uh, then, <laughs> and, and yeah, if, uh, if Ernest Borgnine said that, you'd be like, well, wait, hold, hold on. What, what happened? This is a terrible. Ernest Borgnine, hold on. I need you to explain this again to me. From the, from Scooby Doo. Let's, st- let's start from the beginning. How did I meet you again? Aren't you what dead? I'm pretty sure you're dead. What we've learned here is that I'm terrible at hypotheticals. <laughs> My favorite part is you could have named three people that are actually in our friend group, including my wife and your girlfriend. Well, yes, and but if. But you if, wanted to make it general, and then that was where you failed. That was where we the were, problem was. In in situations like this, I don't want to be like, oh, but Ben slept with like somebody else we know. Like you uh-huh. know, that's, that's fair. That's weird. There are, there's weirdities yeah. about that. It's like, did you know that Ben slept with Reginald? It's like, well, now Reginald is all on my case because I used his name in a in an improv act. You know, it's true. Right. Reginald's then, not like, a huge fan of that. And then Sarah's always like, does Ben have a thing for Reginald? Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's, there's, there's things you don't want to, you don't want to go down That's those true. roads. That's why I went with Ernest Borgnine and Daphne from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes. Although immediately you, you, you were doing Daphne from Frasier and then decided to turn it into Daphne from Scooby-Doo, which, you know what? <laughs> probably pretty attractive, you know, two attractive characters mash them together probably good either way i just want to reach i just I, I know we're pausing the podcast for a moment but i just want to reach out to my friend reginald i i know i used your name here in the show and i'm sorry i i reckon i was trying to make a point and i think that i might have come off wrong so to my friend the 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 actual person reginald i'm sorry i was always more into velma anyways so troy is being really evasive well, you know, uh, that's fair. But he ends up telling Pierce anyways, as long as he promises to not tell anyone. And then as soon as he tells Pierce, Pierce pulls out his phone to go tweet it. He's like, and you, you can't tweet it either. And he says, we never discussed new media, which the I, I enjoy. 
It's very funny, and the idea that Twitter is new media is so 10 years ago. I mean, I signed up for my Twitter account in 2008. I wanna, no, 2009. Sure. So Twitter was still a fairly new... Th- like, I was actually thinking about this while watching this episode. It was kind of wild that a show at the time was even talking about Twitter. Like, now we have a freaking president of the United States who goes on all of his rants at 3 in oh, the morning on Twitter. To, I don't know if we need to discuss that. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is you wake up the next day and the news is like, the president tweeted this. Uh, Alec Baldwin tweeted this in response. Like, I, why do I need to know who's tweeting what? But back then, when this was on, like, I don't know if my mom knew what Twitter was because she doesn't need to know what Twitter is. But yeah, I just, I think it's, I think it's, wild to look back and be like because yeah now it's just like we talk we all talk about twitter all the time i wish we even didn't. even people like my mom <laughs> they're like they're they're hip to twitter and then in 2010 it was like you know my dad found out i was on twitter and he's like why what's even the point i don't get it like n- nobody knew what it was nobody cared about it it's wild that this show was just like yeah, in it. That's true. I will say that community does use t- Twitter exactly how I think it just kind of should be used, which is like I'm just gonna dump something on the, the this to be goofy. I'm like I'm gonna make a dumb joke. Although Pierce, I believe, uses it to spread gossip. Annie, meanwhile, is being really weird about her crush uh, over talking with Jeff, and he's like, I mean, you don't need. Why would you be so weird? You don't need to be weird about it. Like. And she's like, but, you know, I mean, like, we had, like, a thing, and, you know, it's weird. And Jeff's like, nah, like, honestly, I'm cool with it. This is when Duncan shows up. He announces that uh, it's time for anthropology's second semester. Uh, He calls on Fat Neil to ask where, where they are, and he says, Neil is fine. Now, I forget where we left off last year. Uh, Fat Neil. The Bronze Age? Thank you, Fat Neil. Neil's fine. Not from an actuarial standpoint. I dislike this. I, yes, I, I recognize that Fat Neil is a storyline and I dislike it. I just want to put it, it is, out there. It is important. I don't like it either, but it's important okay. to point out the sudden well, increase of how often people refer to Neil as Fat Neil. Mm-hmm. Or to Neil at all, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't believe he's so, ever re- referenced until now, which is... I I. I recognize that we're going to get into an episode in a few weeks that discusses Neil and and his kind of interactions with the fan the 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 fan group the 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 study group and the rest of campus. And I recognize this is like setting seeds for that storyline. I just dislike calling somebody Fat Neil. To be honest with you, it sucks. Uh huh. It's it's a it's bad legit. thing to do. I was not griping at you i was griping at the show no i know i get it so duncan also announces that he has stopped drinking mainly due to the fact that he could no longer get an erection uh the class like his penis will be more focused and rewarding and there will be more than one diorama i have questions about how that plays into the penis thing i don't want to know but also i don't want to know what about uh duncan's penis but also the thing that i like about this is that the whole class is grossed out except for abed who's just kind of nodding like yep mm-hmm. okay noted 
Yeah, that does feel like an Abed reaction to like, okay, that's some information I need to put in my head. In comes Doc Potterywood. Uh, he's late because uh, he today was seeing eye graduation, uh, seeing eye dog graduation. He trains them. He just wanted to shake everybody's paws. Um, and Annie and Rich are really happy to see each other. And Rich says he's taking anthropology because Annie made it sound so fun. And this is when we find out that Rich was the one who was spending all winter break with Annie, dredging up finger river, river fingers. Mm-hmm. And River Fingers sounds like a casino that I don't want to go to. Uh, anyways. It also feels like a friend of River Phoenix. Yes. If they had, a, if a you had bit. friends with the same name as yourself. Hi, I'm River Phoenix. Oh, here's my friend, River Fingers. <laughs> like a mix between R- River Phoenix and Rolly Fingers. Okay. I, I uh, believe Rolly Fingers was a baseball guy. Also, Duncan has up. written the word penis in all capital, underlined it twice, and I'm like, where's he going with this? In the cafeteria, Annie is talking about Rich because the cat's out of the bag at this point. Like, it's obvious once Rich, once Rich shows up, she was kind of into Rich. Oh, yeah. And so she's gushing about him and all the stuff he does, and uh, they're like, well, how old is he? She's like, I don't know, like 30-something? He has a landline and uses the word album. Did you feel, as I did, called out? Uh, I don't have a landline. Yes, but we call things albums. <laughs> albums have come back around because vinyl is hip again. I sure. own many vinyl albums. It's true. Spotify every year is like, you listened to these albums. Like, album has come back around. This was a a brief window, 2000 to 2012. This is right on the end of that, where album wasn't cool. Okay. So, uh, listeners, uh, we will be setting up a poll. Is album cool? Album Um, is cool again. (laughs) Uh, Britta does change the subject to sober Duncan is worse than drunk Duncan because it seems like it's going to be really hard. And she's not talking about his penis. Uh, so oh. Annie suggests that Rich join the study group because he knows a bunch about anthropology. And so he can help them all out with this new, harder than ever, Duncan's class. And <laughs> the phrasing did not lead me to think that class was the word that came out of that. I mean, he is a doctor, and if it's uh, if you have an erection that lasts longer than four hours, you should talk to a doctor. <laughs> I don't. I I don't. Go on. <laughs> Jeff is like, you know, I don't think that that is fair to just so many people because mm-hmm. other people want to join this group. We should really, you know, give them a chance. Mm-hmm. And Annie There's suggests... There's a whole process. There, the yeah. whole process, it takes time. There's a whole process. And Annie suggests, well, then I say we gather all the candidates and make an informed democratic decision. How about tonight? And they have a mixer. Let's have a mixer. Um, Andre, I do Shirley's ex-husband. You remember uh, mixers? Yes. Oh, I remember going to a place and drinking things. 
Anyways, you were saying. Kind of what a mixer is. Uh, Andre, uh, Shirley's ex-husband, current boyfriend, played by Malcolm Jamal Warner. Some of you might know him from The Cosby Show as Theo. Uh, comes up and as he's spending the whole day with Shirley, he's heard a lot about all the people of the study group. And Troy's like, we haven't heard a lot about you or what you've done or with who. He's also wearing a Cosby sweater. Mm-hmm. I, he does so. he does lampshade that later. So that's where I referenced it. But yes, he looks he's wearing a Cosby sweater. I mean, I referenced it immediately because he walks into the room and that sweater just punches you right in the face. I mean, I had more of a loving embrace with the sweater, but fair. It's not my thing. I've got a beef. I've got I've got beef with Cosby sweaters because it had it ruined sweaters for like years because the number of times in college I would have I would put on a sweater and be a totally normal sweater with just like a little bit of an accent color. People would be like, "It's a Cosby sweater." Uh, which admittedly also Jack Black uh, <laughs> did not help the situation uh, in High Fidelity, but you know, sure that's fine. But I'm like, it's you guys. It's not a it's not a Cosby sweater. It is a sweater with a little tiny bit of accent color on it. And then Trust he would me, be like, you'd know if it's a Cosby it's sweater. A Cosby sweater. That's audio poison. Oh, uh, the video the video portion was good good too. <laughs> um, trust me. If you if you are looking at a sweater and you're like, is that a Cosby sweater? The answer is no, because you know when it's a Cosby sweater. It slaps you in the face saying, I'm a Cosby sweater, bitch. Stacy walked by in that moment uh, to give me a look. It was great. Andre's back. Uh, he seems like a real likable guy. He's even like, mm-hmm. hey, how about uh, I, I treat us all to a round of soft serve on me? And I, I had a visceral is, moment of being like, oh, man, I remember soft serve. That was so good. I wish I could have soft serve. It's not my thing. Britta is like, I've been fed a lot of soft serve by a lot of guys. Sometimes it's rent money. Sometimes it's Chili Peppers tickets. And yeah, I'll admit it. One time it was a gym bag full of nickels, but it never lasts and they never change. Britta, I'm a grown ass woman and I made my decision. I have, I a have lot questions. Of questions ab- <laughs> I think we have a lot of questions about the same thing that neither the of us are going to be able to answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's such a wild choice. Uh, no, no, I don't think we're going to get any. So let's just move on. I think any any uh, any delving into this is going to leave us with more questions than answers. Yeah, there's just there's no way to get to the bottom of this. It's just a a sentence that was said and that we cannot interact with any further. So Shirley does uh, tell Britta that she is a grown ass woman and she's made her decision and it's the right one because she's pregnant. Yeah. So she drops that bomb. She's about eight weeks along. And then both Pierce and Troy start counting on their fingers. Uh, That turns out that was Halloween. Which they both yell in unison and they're like, what? I'm like, nothing. We go to the mixer, and Troy has taken it upon himself to figure out if Shirley did it with her ex-husband the week after Halloween. <laughs> Which, because he's even he's talking to Pierce about this, and Pierce is even mm-hmm. like, "How are you going to do that?" And Troy's like, "I've got moves. Don't worry." No, he does not. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> it is the least smooth thing that I've ever seen, and I've seen some not smooth things and performed some not smooth things. He, I didn't write down the specific notes, but he basically shows up and is like, 
hey, so like, you know, sex in is all good, especially if the mood's right, the right season, rotting you pumpkins know, the, really when, when the, just... Mm. My, my favorite part is that, yeah, the rotting pumpkins and all the children have taken off their outfits because they've already got their candy. <laughs> it's like, Troy, what the f***? Yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> it's fine. I'll bleep it. Um, no, it's worth it's, it. It's legit. That's worth a bleep. Um, um, so Andre is like, I think I'm going to go talk to some other people. And Pierce is like, why don't we just tell Shirley that, we, that she had sex with Chang and let her deal with it? And Troy's like... If somebody had sex with Chang and gets not to remember it, that's a blessing. He literally says it's a gift from God, which uh-huh. maybe I'm not a religious man, maybe. but you know, I might. Pierce then uses an analogy of like p- partially in your teeth, which is off-putting. I mean, part of that analogy does say, okay, but now imagine that that your teeth is a uterus and the spinach is a half chinese baby yes it is off-putting <laughs> uh i just don't like the phrase imagine that teeth is a uterus <laughs> that's fair there's a whole movie like that and i don't want to think about it i believe mm-hmm. it's called teeth it is called teeth uh i also, have not i feel watched it I've, i feel like we've discussed this on one of our podcasts before i don't know I don't why know, i don't know i don't think we've discussed teeth it we don't it we don't usually talk about the the vagina area usually i yes but it just feels like a thing we've talked about maybe in maybe not on the podcast and maybe more as friends we've discussed teeth the movie but i've i've never seen it i have i have either and i do not have any interest in doing so basically like bit by bit breakdown of the movie and i'm like cool that sounds not great we're just going to walk right by the bit by bit we set sentence. Hey, I said what I said For- and I stand by it. I don't this do is, second takes. This is you that's not uh, absolutely not true, but fine. Amateurs um, like you do second takes. <laughs> All right, Calculon. Um my favorite part about this episode specifically is how ribald it is. It is we are going way off way off the the beaten trail here. At that point, Jeff introduces the person that he has brought to the mixer. Her name is Kendra. She spells it with a Q U. And uh, yeah. uh, she immediately goes up to Troy and is like, Are you Abed? I love Star Wars. That's Troy. I love footballs. And th- those are the two genders Star Wars and footballs. <laughs> I am okay a Star Wars. I am a footballs, apparently. Um, Troy does call Jeff out on his shameful lobbying, and then Rich comes in with multiple huge bags of kettle corn, which Troy calls <laughs> kettle corn. That's a fun time snack. I mean, it's true. Uh, it is. A I fun mean, time I would be snack. wooed by Rich. I would like if if Rich walked into my house right now with kettle corn, I'd be like, first off, uh, I I don't want you in my house currently in in the current situation. But if you could leave that kettle corn outside, I will I will venue Venmo you some cash to cover the expenses because this is gonna be delicious. I'm not one for popcorn very much because it definitely mm-hmm. has some diminishing returns. Um, sure. Like if I go if I go to a movie back when we could go to movies uh, uh-huh. and we'd get popcorn, it'd be like. I'd eat, I'd eat a bunch, and then I'd be like, oh, I don't even like this anymore. I will keep eating it because it's here, and I'm stuck watching this movie. 
Sure. About a dog who can play basketball or whatever. Um, oh, so you're I don't talking about I don't going remember to what see movies Air are. I don't remember what no, movies no, are. No, you're right. All movies are Airbud. I agree. But man, kettle corn, if you sat a whole freaking trash bag of kettle corn in front of me, I would not eat. I mean, I would I would not <laughs> stop eating. You put this whole kettle corn, I will not eat it. No, I will it's not eat it with a fox. Said. I will not eat it with a box. <laughs> Um, I will not stop eating. Amateurs like you do second takes. This is all fine. I don't need to edit this. I will not stop eating the kettle corn until it is all gone. And I am just a pile of human garbage. Mm -hmm. That's why it's in the garbage bag. I will crawl into that garbage bag. You just put yourself in the bag. And I'll be like, well, this is where I belong because I've eaten the whole thing and I hate myself and everything about myself. Uh, but I will have eaten that whole bag because kettle sure. corn rules. Agreed. That is my official take. <laughs> Good morning, Greendale, the pro kettle corn podcast. I am pro kettle corn as well. I'm happy with this one. This one's a good one. This is a good endorsement. Questionable on mannequin hands. Pro kettle corn. <laughs> Bringing back those mannequin hands like always. Um, everyone is wooed by Rich bringing this. Uh, he made it in his home garage. Um, and then Chang walks by and is like, what's going on? Abed, is, is this a mixer? Are you choosing a new member of the group? Are you guys picking a new study group member? And you didn't invite me? We didn't know how to reach you. What are you talking about? I'm everywhere. Mm. Which is a good response. Troy, That's a, I, I like that response. I should say that also, more often. Sure. Also, Troy definitely has his number because Troy got called by... Ch- anyway, my point... That, that point no, can stand. That means Chang has Troy's number. But new phone who dis. Unless, new phone. Well, yeah. mm. New phone who dis. Wow, that finger is very close to the webcam that you're using. <laughs> oh, no. New yeah, that's phone. Fair. Who did? No, I get you. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it fifteen more times. I get it. Um. Anyway, uh, Abed just kind of, kind of gets stuck on that sentence, saying we didn't New know phone. how to reach you. Who? No, dis? not that one. No, who? Oh, no. Uh, in different connotation too. Uh, it is more connotated that he's kind of, um, I don't know how to put this. To be honest with you. He he basically he, feigns he a like, like breakdown. Or yes, honestly, um, and then it it is almost like he is sort of a, a robot that is breaking down at that point. Like he oversells it, but it works. Like it's almost like he is he is acting like uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. That that level of. Ch- Sure. I, I read it as robot, but I, I think he probably meant for like Dustin Hoffman yeah. in Rain Man. You know, he's 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 clever enough to know who what people generally see him as, so things like that. And then Abed like watches Abed move on, or uh, Abed watches Chang move on, and he's like, works every time. So he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he it's knows true. Exactly I what he's doing. I only have one other thing to say to that, and that is new phone who dis. Who dis so Annie wants to put this to a vote uh-huh. because Rich is obviously the best candidate. 
Yeah, Jeff has Jeff has run after Kendra, who had been propositioned by Pierce uh, for fifty dollars. So that is a thing that happened. Um, Come on, yeah, Pete, you are like, the heir to a moist towelette fortune. Fifty bucks? Come on, rude. I have no words to answer that. Um, and yes, Jeff's like, yeah, I guess so. And and he and he turns back to head back into the room and. Jeff's like, this can't be happening. And Chang's like, I agree. And he starts doing a slow clap, which does not seem applicable in this situation. Um, and then he says, it's time to Chang your point of view. Yes. Uh, Jeff is is even like, you can't you can't keep doing that. You just keep using the it to replace the word change. It's not even clever. But uh, Jeff does say, okay, all you need to do is just let me do all the talking and follow my lead. And they walk back into the study room. It's time for final arguments. Final arguments. Ooh, I like that. They walk in. Jeff kind of starts stalling a bit. Uh, I didn't write down exact. It's a Jeff speech. You only you only write down about a third of any given Jeff speech, right? Like, wow, that's they're a all lot. pretty much like, the I same. Gave him, I wrote down like four words. <laughs> <laughs> He posits that we don't know Rich very well, but we know Chang very well. There you go. The devil you the devil you know is better than the angel you don't is his point. He stalls and then he says Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, Rich. What do all of these have in common? We don't know them very well. <laughs> and then yeah, he goes on a whole thing about how we know that Chang is selfish. We know that he's dangerous, which terrible. Se- like, okay, selfish. Yeah, it's bad. Fine. Literally saying, I want this dangerous man in our study yeah. group. It's not it's, great. It's rough. Uh, uh, but at the end, Cheng does do the slow clap and it does catch on this time. Um, and then. Um, so, Yes. Oh, also, he um, calls Rich a human question mark. I did want to point that out as well. That is that is a funny phrase. I do appreciate that. Um, so it's time for votes. Um, they are split. Uh, three votes for Chang, three votes for Rich, and Shirley abstains. Or just doesn't vote for now. She This suddenly gives Shirley all the power. Mm-hmm. Pierce threatens Shirley uh, about shattering her world, which is an interesting phrase uh, if he, she does not vote for rich because of again the kettle corn i mean a vote for rich is a vote for kettle corn so surely i think though, that's clear and i think pierce has his priorities right sure surely pretty much retaliates against pierce threatening her and votes for chang yeah it is immediately like this is the best kettle corn i've ever had if you don't vote for rich I'll shatter your world. You gonna what? I'll shatter your world. I heard you. I vote for Chang. Yes! 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 Uh, This is when uh, Pierce yells out that Chang and Shirley had sex on Halloween. You know, just kind of putting it out there. Uh, Yes, putting it out there is one way to put it. Uh Everybody's now mad. (laughs) Troy's mad Everyone's mad because... Troy's... Yeah, this is a secret. It, I mean, it was a secret. Shirley has no recollection of this. This is news to Andre because it's news to Shirley. And Andre's like, wait, is that why you were suddenly interrog- 
interrogating me about my sexual activity. Yeah, that's a funny sentence to, to say. <laughs> uh, Troy does tell her about the voicemail, and then Chang pulls out his phone. It's like, oh, I get why I get. I understand these photos now. Can I forward them to my brother? Which is like, you want to forward those to a rabbi brother? Yeah, uh, you assume Chang only has one brother. I assume that Chang has one brother that will still deal with him. <laughs> okay, but fair point. I'm 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 willing to I'm willing to take that uh, assumption. Um, um. So yeah, Shirley just wants Chang out. Wow. Just yeah. Get him out no, of here. I'm, I'm just I'm oh, thinking gonna... about that. Okay. Because no, I'm let's, like, let's sit. No, I just just that's it. I don't I don't have any really other thing else to say. You just blew my mind. Because, I mean, I'm like, willing. I'm willing to sit with you with you in the space for a bit. Well, because I I know in a in a later episode, I'm pretty sure he says that he's got like five siblings or something. Like sure. But like, the only one we ever see is his rabbi brother, and so mm-hmm. like. You're right. Maybe, maybe they all hate him, which you know. I mean, would you blame them? He's he's a noted selfish, dangerous man who is predictably unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So, and is only on the way to get more cartoony as from where we are. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like Cheng now, uh, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is the right thing to say. Anyway, shall we move on? <laughs> or do I, yes. we need to sit in the space a little bit more? Okay. No, I'm good. Uh, Let's Shirley, go. Shirley wants Chang out of there. And Jeff's like, well, too bad. You just voted him into the group. And then he's like, it's not funny anymore. This is this is real. It, Shirley's having a crisis. Andre doesn't understand, and neither does Shirley. They can, But uh, we can work this out. But Andre leaves. And then Rich is like, this is a good, good time to go. And Annie and Pierce are like, Rich, no. And then the kettle corn walks out the door. And then that's when the kettle corn w- walks out the door and Pierce runs after him yelling, kettle corn. Uh-huh. Just I funny. Mean, man, I really want I some kettle corn now. Yeah, this is the situation We've this talked is so much about I kettle knew. corn. Yeah. No, it's an important part of the episode, surprisingly. And, and the I'm tag. Like, when is, we haven't gotten there when yet. When is the last time there. I had kettle corn? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. But remember, it is a fun time snack. We don't we eat any popcorn in this in this apartment. Uh, Sarah can't eat it because it it the kernels get in her like gums and stuff, and it's you know sure. she it's really uncomfortable. So she doesn't eat popcorn, and mm-hmm. so I'm not going to just sit there eating popcorn by myself. But now I'm like, oh, I want right. some kettle corn. Sure, and I, but again, I do want to point out that kettle corn is a fun time snack, and I'm just saying, how many fun times have we had recently? Not very I'm having, many. I'm having fun with you recording this podcast right now. I could well, crunch look some at you, ke- friend. I could crunch oh, some kettle corn right in the microphone right now and be like, "We're having fun." Oh. Yeah, the moment you do that, it stops being a fun time. <laughs> <clears throat> Fair enough. Uh, I mean, we're both we're both Doughboys listeners. Uh, we know <laughs> how yeah, it goes. I'm, I'm working my way. Yeah, that's. It's, I, have made I mean, it I haven't listened the, uh, in a while, uh, but it's like, we, we got to try out these snacks. Come, 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 come. <laughs> yeah, it's like, rough. Just, just eating it right in the microphone. It's... Uh, yeah. I think this is just me, <laughs> me, me, and, me and Ben ketchup corner. 
Jeff is in the men's room. Yes. Yeah. Every, washing his hands. And soon everybody will be in the bathroom. Annie bursts in is like, here you are. Uh, and starts going off on Jeff, like, you know, basically asking him why he was such a colossal ass. Uh, and she's like, look, either you want me or you don't. Okay. It's, it's simple. Just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if you don't just like stay out of my way, I'm going to go ask Rich out. And then she storms out. And then as she storms out, Britta bursts in and she's like, oh, there you are. <laughs> and Jeff's even like, did I just walk into the wrong bathroom? Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Uh, Britta wants him to find Andre and talk to him because Shirley is devastated. And so Jeff agrees and walks out of the bathroom, leaving Britta to look in the mirror. And then Neil comes into the bathroom and says, finally, there you are. Um, I And then holds up two tickets to a show. Uh, Britta nods, uh, flashes her breasts. Uh, he nods and then hands over the tickets. And she, and as he leaves, she yells at him, Mezzanine! I want to know what those tickets are for, first of all. Mm-hmm. I want to know why Neil is looking in the men's room for Britta. Because when the two ladies are looking for Jeff, this makes sense. Sure. But Neil is just like... Maybe she's in the men's room. Maybe that's a Britta spot. Who knows? Um, you never with Britta. I would never, never assume that it's not a Britta spot uh, based on the gym bag full of nickels. <laughs> Those two f- facts seem to make sense with each other. That is surprisingly fair. Um, so also, surprisingly fair is the name of my memoir. The the flashing bit always it makes me think of uh Ten Things I Hate About You, which I uh, you're staring blankly at me. Have you seen Ten I Things I Hate like About I've You? I feel like I wanted to see that, but I've not seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's I mean it's it's high school rom com based on Shakespeare. It's, so you yeah, know. it's off the the Taming of the Screw, right? Taming shrew. of the Shrew. shrew. Yes. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that sex Tam- toy. Taming of the Screw is the the porno version of it. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm good. Yeah, I know. I know what I did. I did it. Okay. I know what I well, did. Well, if you've not if you've not seen it, I will not spoil the bit uh because it's How old is that movie? Old. And we're back. We just I just cut a whole conversation about 10 things I hate about you that went nowhere, but it's a great movie that uh <laughs> you should watch if you were a On 90s Disney kid Plus. probably and Britta flashing Neil made me think of it for reasons that you know if you've seen the movie so we cut to outside Andre is standing there it is raining they're kind of over that mm-hmm. overhang uh, over they're under that overhang so they're not getting wet and over um, the underhang you know classic and yeah that's that's when uh Jeff comes out and he's like hey nice sweater and and uh Andre's like, thanks. My dad gave it to me. So, you know. There's the lampshade for you. Um, there Andre it is. Tells him, yeah, Andre tells him that he's not mad at Shirley. He's just mad at himself. If he hadn't left her like he did, none of this would have ever happened. Um, and Andre then asks Jeff, have you ever had something you really didn't truly appreciate until you didn't have it anymore? And Jeff references Karastina, an almond facial scrub they only make in Finland. That tells you so much about Jeff's character. 
Yeah, but also, I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast before, but uh, Old Spice made that deodorant that I really liked and they don't make anymore. And I'm real sad about it. Sure, but you are also in a committed relationship. (laughs) Jeff is not. And how do you think I got in that committed relationship? What what deodorant do you think I was wearing when we started dating? Huh? Huh? But you haven't continued to wear it as you've maintained the committed relationship, friend. It's because we signed a lease and she's stuck with me now. So <laughs> fair. I suppose there are I support, there are logistics. I support I so I suppose a formal legal document does mean that you are you can no longer uh separate that is why i married my wife so she could not separate from my dumb butt good call yeah Yeah. you definitely won on that exchange i did (laughs) and i i I, I tell this to her and she's like no 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 we both won i'm like "Mm, okay it's like that uh how i met your mother bit where uh exactly there are there are the reachers and the climber or the climbers and the yeah the climbers and the reachers right or no reachers and the settlers yes uh and marshall's like oh it says in this news article here that every relationship <laughs> has a reacher and a settler hmm which what like uh-huh. yeah no you know well, i'm no, also i'm i'm also a marshal so that feels like a thing that i would do which is kind of wild the, uh-huh, like oh, this this news article said this is a thing i've been reading about <laughs> like no no offense to anyone here on this call but uh you ain't the settler i'll put it that way <laughs> oh i know oh i'm not nearly as multi-talented as my my wonderful wife is so i know which one i know where where the uh the scales are or where they're tipped uh, Andre says that the love of a good woman makes anything possible. And mm-hmm. so he 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 wants to still stay with Shirley and he doesn't care. It doesn't matter whose baby it is because he's a long he's in it for the long haul this time. Absolutely. Um, he does tell a little bit of an anecdote that if if he is the father, uh, they'll go for football. And if Chang's the 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 father, they'll go for golf. Uh, referencing Tiger Woods in a very helpful comment that I s- saw on the community wiki. It's like, yeah, I kind of knew that. See, I didn't because I don't know what a sports is. So, oh, that's true. You, uh, that's why I am the uh, of the two genders again. I am a footballs. You are the and football, are... and I'm the Star Wars. Exactly. This the, we balance each we other. We talked out about in that Star way. Wars last week, and mm-hmm. this week this we week, talked about t- football. About footballs. And ten things I hate. Uh, ten things I hate about you. So it'll be, it's perfect. Even though most of that conversation got cut. <laughs> well, you know, we referenced it. Um, anyway, uh, uh, Andre heads inside, and Abed comes out and says, uh, tells Jeff that Annie just asked Rich out. Rich said, "No, she's great, but she's too young." And Jeff starts running. Yeah, it is pouring rain, but he's just bolts out into the night, mm-hmm. and he is running like through the streets there are cars like he's just running through the the rain but while that's happening andre goes back into the study room um and uh he and shirley just kind of trade smiles across the room and you Mm -hmm. know it's gonna be good those smiles mean that he's in it for the long haul i called it a reconciliation montage 
It kind of I'll take is. It. It's, it's not long enough for a montage. Uh, Pierce does put his arm around Britta, and then she looks at him, and he's like, oh, I guess not. I guess not. It cuts to Jeff knocking on a door. The door gets answered. Uh, he is like, look, I've never taken you as seriously as, as I should have. You are the strangest, coolest, most genuine person I've ever met. And then at that point, it turns so that you can see because it's set up to look like he's going to Annie's place. Yeah. It's Rich's place. Uh, and he's like, help me become like you. I am just so amazing, but I'm not perfect. And you are. Give me that power so I can abuse it. Uh, Rich points out, you can't be a good person just to absolve bad things. And Jeff's like, you know that I still have to try. And if you don't help me, you're a bad person. And Rich is like, well, you got me there. Um, so Rich welcomes him in. And Rich is also uh, baking muffin tops. So his apartment smells heavenly. Mm-mm. So we got to the, cut to the tag. It's another Troy and Abed in the morning bit. Rich is there as the guest. He's showing the gang and every the audience how to make kettle corn. Mm-hmm. He has a big old wooden spoon that he carved himself after a tree got struck by lightning. Uh, Jeff's like, you know that they're doing a fake morning show, right? And Rich is like, oh, I know. It's just a fun way to start the day. Why don't you grab this paddle and get on in there? And Jeff's like, that would be, and then leaves. And that is the end of the episode. And that means that it is time for Um, So this one isn't, you know, community. Uh, when, when we think of community, we often think of like it's big wild swings of last week's Abed Uncontrollable Christmas where it's stop motion. We think of Goodfellas. We think of, you know, the KFC space incursion, things like that, where it's like this big genre swing. And this this is a little bit less so because it it is way more grounded um, and it allows the characters to kind of be who they are in a realistic world. We do get a little bit of the rom-commy at the end where Jeff is running through the rain and uh, I have to tell you this. Um, but, you know, I think I think everything works in, you know, the characters. It's a it's it's. Uh, I think we've used this term a couple times, character study. It's not quite that, but you get a lot of character notes and character bits that are interesting about how people interact and how people feel obligations to everybody else. I really a- appreciate the episode. It's very, you know, it it certainly kicks off some storylines. You know, it's, it's right coming b- back into it after the semester. So it's new year. You start off the new, the, the second half of the season's storylines with Shirley and with Neil, um, I, I I think it's it's one of those setup episodes, of course, that you know never are quite as good as some of the big swings. But I think it's you know for what it is, it's very good. Um, it's an enjoyable episode, and also uh, that kettle corn does look amazing. So I will uh, will be giving it a bump up for the kettle corn. Um, I don't know. I I think it's really well. You know, with all the different casting decisions for Andre and for Neil, I think it really works. So. You know, I, I I don't know. I, 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 it's certainly not, you know, one of the biggest swings, but it's an enjoyable episode. So I'll give it, you know, I'll give it an A minus. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I agree with a a lot of what you said. It is, um, it is a, a good episode. Uh, it is a very, uh, surely centric 
uh, mm-hmm. moment. Um, Which is I good, think we've talked we about this before. Yeah, we we don't get a ton of of Shirley moments. Um, she she has a tendency of kind of falling into the background um, or being like a weird antagonist for the episode sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, but uh, it's nice to see Shirley get an episode, um, and you know, for it to actually work out for her you know like andre seems like a a, a good guy um mm. you know being like hey you know even if it's not my kid like you know we'll go golfing and you know that's fine right. like he, I'll, he'll still be my kid that's that's great and i think it's well written it is a lot more of a sort of traditional sitcom here when you're not doing like all out things but it's still good it's a it's a solid episode it's got a lot of heart um the it it does serve as mostly a like we're back for the semester so we need to hit all these major plot lines we've got um we've got the the jeff annie sort of tension we've got uh the the fat Neil bit that's going to come up in a couple of episodes, which we should talk about at the end anyways, then the, the Shirley pregnancy thing. So, you know, it is, um, it does serve as sort of a, uh, I get, I would call it like a conveyance episode. It's, it's sure. there to get you kind of toward the next thing. But even then, like there are a lot of TV shows that would do that and be like, yeah, yeah, we're setting up for something big. And you'd be like, yeah, this episode's like a C minus. Like, I don't hate it, but it's nothing special. This is still a good episode. Um, mm-hmm. I would uh, I would also probably say it's a good like A minus. Um, it is yeah. it is enjoyable. I do have questions about the bag of nickels, but that's uh, beside the point. <laughs> Maybe some um, of our listeners can help us with the bag of nickels. But we want to know what you think about this episode, about the bag of nickels, and about... What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in somebody else's home? Do you like the movie 10 Things I Hate About You? What do you use your mannequin hands for that you won from Nintendo? What are your feelings on kettle corn? We want to know all these things and more. You can tweet at us at GoodGreendale. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. There's a contact form. It'll send us an email. We'll check it out on the air. And uh, Patreon. I always sound so questioning when I say that. Uh, but I, I'm not going like, to do those? a second take because I don't do second takes. All right, Calcula. I'll say it again. I don't care. You, you can visit our Patreon. Nailed it. One take. It's fine. That is at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. Uh, and as an aside, uh, a programming note, if you will, in a couple of episodes, uh, season two, episode 14, uh, is not currently available on streaming platforms. Uh, it was removed uh, some months back uh, uh, due to, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it. So, uh, uh, due to some racial sensitivity issues, uh, mm-hmm. we do still plan on talking about this episode. Uh, however, the lack of its availability on streaming platforms does uh, make it 
uh, a little bit tough uh, if you don't have uh, like physical copy. Um, luckily, I I have a copy, um, and so Mike and I can still uh, watch it and prepare and, and do the episode. But we're letting you know about this now so that if you have been watching it on Hulu or Netflix or wherever, um, it gives you a little bit of time to see if you can find an, an alternate way to actually watch the episode, uh, you know, borrow someone's DVD or, or whatever, um, you know, best of luck. Uh, unfortunately, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll get more into why it was pulled, um, and, and all of that when we actually talk about the episode, but yeah, that way you have a couple of weeks to to do your best and and try to find uh, a way to watch the episode. So, absolutely. Um, and uh, you mentioned Patreon. Uh, we know it's a, you know, twenty twenty is ended uh, by the time this rec- is over. But you know, a lot of the challenges that twenty twenty gave us are unfortunately not going to be ending that quickly. So we know that uh, it's times are hard. Like everybody has always said for the last eight nine months. Uh, if you're able to support us, we love you. And if you're not, we love you too. You listen to these goof em ups and you enjoy them, hopefully. And they, the the smile on our on your face is all we need to keep going. So we hope you're doing well. We hope you're doing safe. And thank you for everything. Send us pictures of your smiles. They feed us. We somehow. need them to feed. Okay, that was that was I overdid it. Sorry. Um, thanks. You started to sound like a Saturday morning cartoon villain, and I didn't hate it. I sure did. Um, so until until next time when we were talking about uh, another community episode, uh, episode thirteen. So not the one you need to dig out just yes. yet. Uh, one that is available on streaming platforms. For now. Until Whoa, then. No! I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I I wish wish you luck. luck.